This audio is presented by Hacker Noon, where anyone can learn anything about any technology. The Ultimate React State Management Handbook by Anchor Tayagi. As a React developer, understanding how to manage states effectively is key to building fully functional applications. How you handle data and execute its logic determines how efficient your applications will be. Therefore, in this tutorial, I will walk you through how to manage states effectively using various methods, such as the use state hook, the use reducer hook, context API, Redux toolkit, and URLs. What is state management? A state is the current value within an application at a specific time. For example, when you save, delete, or update a file on your computer, you're changing the state of that file. This concept is similar to React states. You can modify their values at any point within the application. Therefore, managing states in React means handling the different actions that modify their value within an application. So, how exactly do we manage states in React? It's important to understand that in React, state management is about efficiently handling the current state of the application, and each state is bonded to a specific component. How to manage states using the React use state hook. The use state hook in React is the easiest way to manage states. It enables us to create and change state variables within our components. For example, consider a cart component. It needs two states, one for the current item being added to the cart and another for the cart itself. The cart state can be an array, and the item can be an object containing the product's price, name, and quantity, depending on the application requirements. Creating and managing states using the React use state hook. The code snippet above shows how to create a state using the use state hook. The use state hook returns an array with two elements. The first value within the array represents the state name, and it holds the current value of the state. The second value is a function that enables us to update the state's value. Any state declared within your application must have a default value depending on its data type. It can be a string, number, object, array, or even a null value. Updating states with the use state hook. In the previous section, you learned how to declare states using the React use state hook. Here, I will walk you through how to update them. Consider the code snippet below. From the code snippet above, I created a name state using the use state hook and set its default value to David. The function change name updates the name state to anchor when the user clicks the button. This is a simple illustration of how you can use state hook to manage your states. Before we proceed, take a look at another example. Suppose we have a page that displays a counter that allows us to increase and decrease its value when we click on the buttons. Unlike the previous example, the set counter function takes a parameter and either adds or subtracts its value. But why is this necessary? In cases where you rely on the previous state's value to determine its current state, it is best to use the functional approach. This is because the set counter function is asynchronous. Therefore, to prevent issues and ensure the state is updated correctly, the functional approach is recommended. So far, you've learned how to create and handle states using the React backquote use state backquote hook. Next, let's discuss another React hook that is immensely powerful for managing states within complex applications. How to manage states using the React use reducer hook. The use reducer hook is another powerful tool for managing states within your application. Unlike use state, which is suitable for simpler cases, use reducer is commonly used when handling a large number of states, especially in components with numerous states across multiple event handlers. The use reducer hook can be divided into four key components, the state, the reducer function, the action, and the dispatch function. Think of it as a machine where the state represents the current condition of the machine, whether it's on, off, ready for work, or busy. The reducer function acts as the machine's brain. 
It interprets actions and instructs the computer on what to do based on various actions. Actions are similar to the buttons available to you, each triggering a specific action. The action refers to the instructions given to the machine. Actions can be the buttons available for you to press to carry out various actions. The dispatch function serves as the control panel of the machine. It triggers the reducer function to carry out a particular task, and you can only interact with the dispatch function when processing a job. In React, the state is an object containing all states declared within the application. The reducer function manipulates the state directly and returns a copy of the result, and the dispatch function triggers the reducer function when various events occur. The action is an object containing a type and a payload property. The type property specifies the exact action to be executed by the reducer function, and THE payload can accept data from the user or other parts of the application. Managing states using the use reducer hook. In this section, you'll learn how to create and update React states using the use reducer hook. First, let's replicate the counter using the use reducer hook. From the code snippet above, you need to declare the use reducer hook, as shown below. The use reducer hook accepts two arguments, the reducer function in the state object, and returns an array containing the state in the dispatch function. Next, you need to create the reducer function to execute the increase and decrease actions. The use reducer hook achieves this using a switch statement that checks the type of action to be performed and executes that action. Execute the dispatch function to trigger the reducer based on the action you want to perform. Finally, you can access the counter value from the state object and execute the dispatch functions when users click the buttons. Apart from executing actions within the reducer function, you can also pass values into it using a payload object within the dispatch function. To demonstrate this, let's try to increase the counter by 5 when the user clicks a button. Create a function named increase by 5 that executes the dispatch function, which accepts a payload, as shown below. Finally, update the reducer function to execute the action and add its button to the page. The state updates its value using the number passed into the payload. One major difference between the use reducer and the use state hook is that, unlike the use state hook, you can manage multiple states within the use reducer hook. Let's add another state that toggles its value when we click a button. Modify the use reducer hook by adding a name state. Since there is more than one state within the use reducer hook, you need to modify the reducer function to update the states using the rest operator. Finally, create its dispatch function that toggles the name state when a user clicks the button. Additionally, it is advisable to save your action names within an object and access their name via this object to prevent naming errors. For example, we can have an action variable, as shown below. Use state versus use reducer hook for managing states. So far, you have learned how to manage states using the use state and use reducer hooks. In this section, we will analyze both of them and explore the best cases for their usage. The use state hook is easy to use and ideal for applications with simple state management. It is recommended in such cases because it requires less code and is easy to implement. On the other hand, the use reducer hook is best for applications involving complex state management. Declaring states using the use state hook Declaring states using the use reducer hook when you have multiple states within a component or states with complex transitions, it is not efficient to use the use state hook in this case. In such cases, it is highly recommended to use the use reducer hook because it provides a centralized logic for your states and handles the state management efficiently to ensure that it works as expected. To demonstrate this, let's create a to-do application using the use reducer hook. The application allows users to create and delete to-dos. First, you need to declare the use reducer hook with its default state. The to-do state is an array containing each toto object, 
and the Toto input represents each item added by the user. The code snippet above creates two new states, the todos array and the todo input for holding the user's current input. Next, create the reducer function. The add toto action adds the newly created toto item to the todos array. The create toto action updates the state of the toto input, and the delete toto action removes a selected toto item from the todos array using its ID. Return the user interface for the application from the app component. Finally, create the function that handles input changes and two more for adding and deleting items from the to-do list. The handle input change function updates the toto input state with the user's input. The handle add input function adds the user's toto to the list and resets the input field to empty after the user enters a new toto. The handle delete toto function accepts a selected toto ID and removes it from the toto list. How to manage states using the context API. React Context API is a state management technique that enables us to manage states within our application by passing props from a parent component into itchild components. For instance, when a user signs into your application, you need to customize the user's experience within the application by displaying the username on a few pages. Without Context API, you may have to pass the username as a prop into every Pajor parent component until it gets to the exact component where the username is needed. The process of passing states as props through multiple parent components until they get to the deeply nested component where it is needed is called prop drilling. This process makes your code harder to maintain and understand because parent components that do not need the props have to accept it and pass it to the deeply nested components. Using Context API helps solve this issue because it allows you to declare the shared state within a context and wraps your entire application allowing React components to access the context directly without passing the value from one component level to another. To demonstrate how it works, let's add a login page to the Toto list application. This page will save the username in a context, allowing us to access its value within other pages of the application. First, consider that we have two components, a login component and a Toto component in our application. After logging into the application, the username is displayed at the top of the Toto page. Therefore, we will save the username within the context and access it from the context within the Toto page. Before we proceed, React provides two methods to enable us to use the context API, create context and use context. Their names explain exactly what they are used for. Next, you need to create the app context. JS file that stores the current user's name. The code snippet creates the username state within the context and makes it available to all components within the application through the app context provider component. Wrap the entire application with the app provider component to grant access to its values for all other components. Create the login form that updates the username stored within the app context. The code snippet above accepts the username and updates its value within the context. Finally, display the username within the todos component. The code snippet above gets the username from the context and displays it on the page. How to manage states using Redux Toolkit in React. Redux Toolkit is another alternative to the React Context API that allows us to manage states, and its functionality is similar to the use reducer hook in React. With Redux Toolkit, you can create a store within your application that all your components can communicate with, similar to how components access context in the React Context API. Redux Toolkit also allows you to create a slice for your states, providing a simplified way of writing the reducers and actions for that state. Before you can use Redux Toolkit, you need to install the React Redux and Redux Toolkit packages. To illustrate how Redux Toolkit works, let's modify the login page to use Redux Toolkit for storing and updating the username. First, create a Redux folder containing the username slice, as shown below. 
From the code snippet, the backquote create slice backquote function accepts the state name, its initial value, and all the reducer functions related to the state in an object. Ensure you export the reducers at the end of the file. Create a store, store. JS within your application containing the entire Redux states. Finally, make the store available to all components by wrapping your entire application with the provider component from React Redux. Interacting with the Redux Toolkit. Redux Toolkit provides two hooks that enable us to interact with the states. They are the use selector and use depatch hook. The use selector hook enables us to select a particular state declared within Redux, and the use dispatch hook enables us to trigger different reducer functions. Select the username state and update its value when the user logs into the application. The code snippet above selects the username value from the Redux state and updates it using the use dispatch hook when users enter their username. How to use URLs to store states in React. This method is quite uncommon but very useful in cases where you want to persist or bookmark states within your application. For example, when you want your USERS to share a page's URL, and when other users visit the page, they should see the same user interface. Suppose you are building an e-commerce website, and a user selects a variant of the product that they would love to share with a friend. How do you ensure that once the friend visits the page, they get the same view? The URL state management method is the best solution. It modifies the page URL BASED on the data provided by the user. To demonstrate how it works, let's add a search functionality to the to-do list application. Before we proceed, you need to install the React Router package. The React Router package provides the use search params hook that enables us to modify and store data within a page's URL. Greater than the code snippet above adds a backquote search backquote query parameter to the page's URL, and greater than it becomes something like this greater than http colon slash slash localhost port 5173 slash to do's question mark search equals team plus hangout next comma add a filter form field to the toto list page to enable users to filter the to do's via its name the user's input also gets added to the page's url as the input field is updated create the handle filter function that filters the to do's updates the page's url and returns only the to do's that match the user's input in conclusion The use search params hook provides a simple way for you to manage states effectively and provides a better user experience for your users. Conclusion and key takeaways. So far, you have learned how to manage states using the use state and the use reducer hooks, the React Context API, the Redux Toolkit, and a pages URL. Here are a few things to note. Use the use state hook for simple state management. Use use reducer when you have numerous states within a component or for states with complex transitions. Use the React Context API or Redux Toolkit for applications where multiple components require or modify a shared state. Use the URL method to store states, especially when you need to keep states even after a page refresh. Thank you for reading. If you like this blog and want to read more about React.js/JSON JavaScript, start reading some of my recent articles. Why learn React? The good parts of React. Common JavaScript questions I used to ask in interview. A simple and effective way to learn and practice JavaScript. How to learn React.js in 2024. Modern JavaScript. A guide on how to create a project with Vite. How to use React hooks. How to use and validate forms in React. Learn React. A guide to the key concepts. A complete guide on FreeCodeCamp. Now it's time to take the next step by subscribing to my newsletter and following me on Twitter. A newsletter on career, business, writing and life advice for engineers. Also published here. Thank you for listening to this Hackernoon story, read by Artificial Intelligence. Visit hackernoon.com to read, write, learn and publish.